Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of The Startup Diary. We have another 600 seconds on the clock. This time it is with Warren Schaefer, founder of Knowable. You'll be hearing more about that with his interview with Adam Callow tomorrow. But for now, we've got 600 seconds on the clock. Rapid fire questions. Enjoy. Warren, I've got 600 seconds on the clock. Are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. Let's go. What is the one thing you know now that you would tell the 18-year-old version of yourself? Be kind to yourself. There, you, No one deserves your kindness more than you do. And friends, treat yourself like a friend. Love that. And we expand on that in the interview. So guys, don't forget to go and check out the interview. I think we uh, spend a bit of time on that. Super important. What's your favorite software tool that people need to know about? I just keep using Zoom all the time. And I, I'm so impressed with the fact that it's such an improvement from Google Hangouts, right? Even a small, a small improvement in latency has transformed the way that people are able to communicate across the world. And so um, most people now know about Zoom, but uh, we've been using it since, I guess, before it was, it was cool. And, and I am thankful to the, to the people that built it because it, it has really made possible the idea of remote communication and, and remote connection. Yeah, like it's amazing how that latency can make it feel less of a conversation. Um, yeah, percent agree. Uh, what would you rather give up, Google Maps or Netflix? I would rather give up Netflix. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd give up Netflix. I mean, I, I use Maps all the time, and I love, I love going out into the world and and going on adventures. And I think Google Maps have made it possible, um, and map map software in general. Um, I'm, I would be okay just reading books. Um, for, for life or listening to them you can shameless plug now yeah, exactly Thank you. <laughs> uh, what's the beast what's the best piece of advice you've been given and who gave it to you the the best piece of advice w- really came from from a book called risk takers which made me rethink the definition of risk right just because somebody says views a decision that you're making as risky that doesn't necessarily mean that you have the same quantum of risk for your personal self, right? And so really being thoughtful and critical of go go one layer deep deeper on is this a risk or is this not a risk um, for you personally? Yeah, I like it. It feels like risk is subjective from the way that you said it. It is, that. yeah, well put. Yeah, thanks. Um, what do you use, Apple or Android? I'm on Apple, iOS user, and I've, uh, I've never looked back. I think Mac and, and iPhone go together so well. It's really nice. Perfect. I don't have to kick you off this call. I always kick Android users off the call at this point. Uh, <laughs> what book do you most often gift or recommend to others? Recently, it's this book which has an embarrassingly cheesy title. It's called uh, Miracle Morning, and it basically lays out a, a framework for how to make the mo- how to start your day right and how to build good habits too. And I think it really opened me up to this idea of there's a misconception between the day one experience and the day 30 experience when you're building a new habit, right? And so you have to just get over that initial hump of, oh, waking up really early, that's hard day one, so I'm going to quit versus realizing that once you do it three weeks in a row, it starts to feel like the new normal. So it's, again, cheesy title, but but very impactful and, and has helped me make the most of my mornings. Uh, yeah, crazy. It's on my reading list. Uh, Gav, my coach, uh, he's recommended it to me. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll have to move that, move that up a little bit, to be honest. You're eating out. What restaurant do you go to? 
<laughs> not not going to any restaurants anymore. I've forgotten. I've forgotten what restaurant food tastes like. Uh, yeah, I have got nothing. I, I actually am really enjoying home cooking and getting more into cooking. So the restaurant of, of, of my family is, is the best restaurant these days. Like it. Good answer. Uh, who's had the largest impact in your life, taking family members and partners and your co-founder, because that feels too easy for you, off the table? I grew up watching The Simpsons, and I think the writing staff of The Simpsons probably shaped me more than, you know, I really, my parents were immigrants. They basically just plopped me in front of a TV for, for, for much of my childhood, and I loved The Simpsons. And I think that humor has been something that has, you know, when you think about the fork in the road type paths, I, I think I'm really grateful to, to being introduced to comedy early because I think that life can feel really serious, and comedy is basically the the suspension shocks of, on the vehicle of, of life. So I'm grateful to, to having some good chuckles and, uh, and always like people who can make me laugh. If you, if you, by the way, I've never heard that expression before. Comedy is suspension. If you've just, if you've just come up with that fair play, if you've coined it from someone else, uh, I really like that comedy is suspension shocks of life. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think, I think that's actually a, an original. Um, is it? So I, f- I feel like I kind of jumbled. I was like looking for the word of what are those things called in the cars? But yeah, <laughs> right there. They make, they make it, they make the journey smoother. I think we've just it found the, the quote card for the show when we put it up on social for this one. Cool, cool. Uh, I like it. What's the number one piece of advice you give to first-time founders? Talk with customers. Go talk to people and socialize your idea because it always changes and you're always surprised by what you learn. So it, it's really, I think, entrepreneurship is an exercise in learning, right? And so the more, the faster you can learn, whether by failing or succeeding, the, the better. Yeah, I love that. I've done a couple of these shows, and there's there's a trend from uh, the, the answers we get on that, and it's sort of like don't don't fall in love with the the product you're making, fall in love with the problem that you're solving. Sort of attitude. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. Like, really, really care about the problem. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I've become such an early bird. I mean, I really is that I since lo- kids? I, since kids. Yeah. Well, even before I read, actually read Miracle Morning before I we had kids. So, um, I I just started finding that if I can start the day right, I feel it sets the tenor for my day and I, and I feel more productive and, and happy. Love that. Uh, you've got an entrepreneurial track record. So I'm interested on this one. How close have you been to quitting and why? I got this adage drilled into me when I was starting out as a founder that startups only fail for two reasons. They run out of money or the founder quits. And I don't like failing. I've just, it's, it's been, you know, I'm very, I'm fail averse in like the Mac in the large sense. I'm, I'm pro learning, but against kind of throwing in the towel and, and mm-hmm. I'm an optimist, right? So like, it always feels like there's some way to make this work. And I, but I've definitely felt exasperated and tired and not good enough and depressed and, you know, feeling like maybe I made the wrong decision or, regretful so there have been many instances where i've been down but i don't i think in my gut i never felt like i was ready to throw in the towel completely like that it's, it sounds like uh the the narrative that we spoke about in our interview that all founders and entrepreneurs tell themselves um you're hosting oh this is an interesting one uh you're hosting a dinner party dead or alive who are the first three invites going out to 
This one's so hard. I can never narrow it down. Um, <laughs> Who are the first people that come to mind? I I lost my mom last year, and I would like oh, to sorry. see her again and spend some more time with her. Um, so I'll, I'll invite her. She can come. Um, I mean, this excludes my family. I guess you know I, I love my kids, so I think bringing my mom and my kids together would be a would be a nice dinner. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, first, I'm sorry to hear that, um, but yeah. Thanks. What's the number one piece of advice you would? Uh, sorry, I, I've I've done that one because of the comment regarding your mom and with uh, yeah, you've you've thrown, <laughs> me for, you've thrown me for six. Sorry. Uh, where are we? What's your number one productivity hack to getting shit done? Oh, use your calendar. Yeah, this one's been great, and this was this came from my coach, right? So I I schedule in my sleep, my wake up time, my exercise time, my unstructured time, because you really really start to see, oh wow, I have way less time than I thought I did in a week. So you have to be productive, right? So you can't spend thirty minutes a day on social media if you see that you don't, if your tasks are translated onto your calendar, it's so powerful and useful. Um, so I, I try to move my to do list into my calendar. As much as possible. Also, if you can, if if you're in the fortunate position to be able to afford it, I think having an executive assistant who can handle scheduling and anything that you can delegate, try to delegate, right? Because your job is to is to figure out the the high priority stuff as an entrepreneur. Yeah, a uh, big believer in that. Actually, a, a week before COVID hit, um, I I thought NEA was the most ridiculous hire. I again yeah. with coaching, been convinced in it. Sent a job offer out. We we sadly had to. Uh, not proceed with that, but I'm, I'm in the position now where that EA role. I think there's a learning curve that all founders, and entrepreneurs go on, and everyone that has really an hard. EA, yeah, everyone that has an EA, they're saying, "I wish I hired one earlier." Um, yeah, super interesting. Uh, I'm going to make this one the last question. Um, if you had to be the CEO of another company, Warren, what company would you drop yourself into, and why? I think it would still be something in the education space. It, it feels so important to me today more than ever. So um, I, I think I really admire a lot of the other companies in the in the e-learning space today. Um, I think Coursera and Khan Academy are, are doing a wonderful good to the world, which is increasing access to quality education. So um, I'm impressed with those companies and, and thankful that they exist. I've got like seven seconds left, so I'm going to sneak one more. And if you were to teach one course on one topic, what would it be? great at uh i think i would do a course on on being a dad and entrepreneur today and and how to try to find the better balance for for those two spheres i think every dad and entrepreneur listening to this is hoping that you do and it will well be worth the 50 dollar investment on noble warren <laughs> you've been an absolute gem i've appreciated this thanks for your time thank you adam really enjoyed it